Alright everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Warning Track Talk Podcast with your host Dave and Dave. And today, we are going to recap Philadelphia versus Washington in, uh, well, another victory for the Phillies. And uh, yes, they did get their five-game winning streak snapped, but are starting another one, hopefully, cross our fingers. And they did that with a 6 to nothing victory over the Nats last night. And so, Dave, if you want to get started with your Philadelphia Phillies, with our Philadelphia Phillies, rather, then go ahead. Sure. So, of course, as uh, you said, Dave, a 6-0 victory. Uh, the Phillies have won seven of their last eight games, uh, which is very good, of course, uh, for where they were. Uh, the Phillies, Andrew McCutcheon uh, was one for four with three RBIs. His three RBIs was all in one swing, and that was a three-run home run, which broke the game open to left field. Um, and then he also had one walk in last night's game. Uh, Reese Hoskins continues to heat up. He's two for four uh, with one walk. He was still scorching. Uh, Bryce Harper was one for two with three walks. Uh, Alec Bohm was two for four with two RBIs. One of his RBIs did come with a solo home run in left field. That opened up the scoring against uh, the Nationals left-hander Patrick Corbin. And that brings up our first question of today's podcast and today's recap. Uh, Dave, after Bohm's mini stretch, uh, mini down stretch, I should say, where he was struggling, uh, has he picked it back up, and will he have success against Max Scherzer tonight? Well, Dave, I, I think you worded it well, a mini down stretch. I, I think that's just what it was. I don't think that Bohm was slumping or anything by any means, just because Bohm, he's a great hitter, and we saw him, yeah, struggle a little bit. But I don't think that was a slump at all, and I think that this um, this appearance by Bohm last night, or these uh, these last few appearances, have shown us that Bohm still has that ability to go out there and hit the baseball, and he will keep that ability to be able to go out there and keep hitting the baseball. And I don't doubt that he's going to keep doing that. And now with the game against Scherzer tonight, uh, we'll have to see what happens. I, we know that Scherzer's a great pitcher, and we know he has great strikeout stuff, and he likes you know to throw that slider a lot. But, uh, you know, we'll have to see. I, I do believe that Bohm will, you know, keep on being successful. I believe that his offensive numbers will continue to stay consistent and will be good. So, uh, yeah, Dave, that's uh, just why I, how I feel about it, Dave. Uh, do you think that he will have success against Scherzer in this upcoming game? And, uh, you know, do you think that he's quote-unquote picked it back up as well? Yeah, I mean, that was kind of why I you know, pose the question. I, I do think that, you know, he was struggling a little bit his first uh, mini uh, skid in the majors. Um, but uh, I think he's picked it back up. He had a double last night plus a home run, as we talked about earlier. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping that, you know, he can combine uh, to continue to do well on the offense and also continue to look good at third base because he has picked it up defensively. I know that he's been working with a number of different Phillies coaches trying to get that defense, uh, you know, kind of, better if you will and it is a mental thing for him uh, you could tell just you know how do I charge this ball you know which way do I go because he has the glove you could see that he does have skills over there at third base so hopefully uh, he'll pick it back up uh, I think he has and hopefully he can uh, have some success against Scherzer tonight not only hopefully can Bohm have success but hopefully this Phillies lineup can have success uh, against Max Scherzer tonight 
Uh, recapping last night's pitching lines in terms of the Phillies, uh, Aaron Nola gets the win. He improves to four and two. Not that that matters a whole bunch, but he does get the win. Uh, eight and zero, or not eight and zero. What am I saying? Eight innings pitched uh, for Aaron Nola. Uh, he gave up only two hits, no runs. Of course, uh, since he gave up no runs, no earned runs. Uh, three walks and nine strikeouts for Aaron Nola. So the walks were a little high with three, but he did make up for it, striking out nine, one shy of the double-digit strikeouts. Nola continues to look great. Uh, Hector Neris uh, did pitch an inning in last night's game. No walks, did strike out one. He did throw a good amount of pitches, so I would uh, guess that he would not be avail available for tonight. Not positive on that, just guessing. Uh, but Dave, the question for you is, is Hector, the protector, back? Well, I, I mean, I guess he has these uh, these two sides of him. This, uh, I guess, two-person persona, whether he is Hector the protector or heart attack Hector. And right now, I do think Hector is throwing the ball pretty well. You are seeing him be able to incorporate the fastball earlier in the counts, and I think it will help him to get ahead. Uh, I know that a lot of hitters who've seen Hector are probably expecting a heavy dose of that splitter and seeing him incorporate that fastball and hopefully working on another pitch as well will help Hector to be able to find more success. So I do think that Hector is trying to approach the um, pitching side of things differently and so hopefully he's able to find success uh, in doing that. It seems like he is so far. So I would say Hector's doing well so far. And I can't really say whether he's back or not. Uh, but I, I could definitely say that he's doing better. Uh, I would agree. I think you worded it very well. I think that uh, he's starting to get the command of the fastball, get the command of the splitter back. And that's what the Phillies need because Brandon Workman has been struggling a little bit as of lately too. So uh, if they can get Hector back and straighten out Workman, that will be a very good eighth and ninth inning punch. Uh, and we didn't talk about it uh, because the past couple of days just with time and stuff and uh, me getting ready to head back to school. Uh, the Phillies also did pick up David Phelps uh, in their bullpen. They gave up three prospects. So I just thought I'll throw that out there as we're talking about the bullpen here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Dave, would you like to, uh, get us started with what Washington did, uh, in last night's game? Sure. So, uh, starting it off, Trey Turner went 0 for 3 with one walk and a strikeout, and, uh, Soto did just about the same. And so I guess you could say that Aaron Nola really did have success against those two hitters, some of the hottest in all of baseball. But, um, the question to ask is, why or how did Aaron Nola and Hector Neris keep Turner and Soto hitless, Dave? I put this question in the notes for us to talk about because I really think that it was the way that Aaron Ola was approaching these hitters. Um, the sequences that he was using, especially early on in the ballgame that him and JT Realmuto were going over, uh, were very specific. They knew what they wanted to do with Trey Turner and Juan Soto, who were both coming into the game scorching hot. Uh, Nola looked like he was pitching Soto backwards in the first inning, starting him off with some soft stuff and then beginning to use that fastball of his. His fastball command was great last night, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that just the way that they were pitching, uh, somebody's pitching hitters backwards or maybe Nola using the fastball a little bit more up and in. Uh, I tried to do that a couple times, of course, painting the corner, uh, as Nola always usually does. Um, but I think that Aaron Ola and Hector Neris did a good job with being able to keep Turner and Soto hitless and also, um, you know, them being able to shut down this Nationals lineup, uh, even though it's without Anthony Rendon and even though it isn't, you know, as good as their lineup was when they won the World Series last year, it's still a lineup that is made to produce runs. There are some big names still in there with Turner, Soto, Kendrick, uh, Struble Cabrera. 
Um, these are guys that know how to hit. They've been in the league for a long time, and the Phillies' uh, bullpen and starting pitching, uh, especially Aaron Ola, did a phenomenal job at, at keeping this team uh, you know, off the board. Yeah, I would agree. I think when it comes to Aaron Nola, we, we know that he's a great pitcher and he knows the way that he likes to pitch. And uh, what I think was the case with Aaron last night, and even I felt it with him going into the game, is just you had a feeling he was going to have his stuff with him. And he did. And he executed. And I, I think what really helps is the sequencing. I think Nola and JT worked together to sequence very well. And that kept hitters off balance. They knew that they had to do a good job last night with that. And it was a close game for the most part up until the later innings. So, you know, Aaron Nola had his work cut out for him. He knew he was going up against Patty Corbs, also known as Patrick Corbin. Uh, Sorry, that's just my nickname for him, Patty Corbs. But anyway, yeah, Aaron Nola definitely just had a great start. And Hector Neris to be able to keep Turner and Soto hitless as well. But, um, yeah, Hector Neris, like we just talked about, uh, definitely... Uh, did great last night and, like I said, incorporated more of his fastball, in my opinion, to get ahead in counts and just to be able to find some leverage. So um, both pitchers did tremendously well, and hopefully they can keep that up. I think um, if you can really have quality pitching to go out there and keep the lineups from scoring, whether it is the Washington Nationals or any other opposing team, I think that makes for success because right now, uh, one through nine in the lineup, really, they pick each other up. And when you have some guys that you know, can pick each other up and you have a deep lineup like the Phillies do right now, then realistically, you should be able to win some ball games if you do have decent pitching. So I, I don't see any reason why they couldn't be successful. And Aranola and Hector Neris did do a great job. And the reason they kept them hitless, in my opinion, was because of their sequencing and their ability to pitch for success. Yeah, I... I- I agree. I think that, you know, the Phillies are kind of firing on all cylinders right now uh, with the starting pitching, the bullpen, and the lineup all uh, kind of getting it together at the same time, which is what the Phillies needed uh, if they were going to go on a run. And if they are going to try to make a run at the NL East, uh, they are three games back heading into tonight's game on September the 2nd. Um, so the Braves, they're winning, the Marlins keep winning, but the Phillies are winning with them. So it's, it's good that you can keep on winning and, and trying to uh, take advantage of some other team's failure. The Mets and the Nationals, uh, they've been losing a lot lately. So the Phillies, the Marlins, and the Braves are starting to open it up uh, in terms of the gap on top of the Marlins and, or not Marlins, the Mets and the Nationals. But Dave, uh, I guess go ahead and, and finish off what the Nationals uh, did in last night's uh, game. Right. Um, But before I get started again, um, rather, I would like to bring up the fact that, yeah, we do have some teams struggling. You know, it seems like the Nationals are struggling and you also have the Mets that seem to be struggling. The Marlins, uh, I I don't know. Uh, So, I mean, we'll have to see what happens to the Marlins. But I'm glad that the Philadelphia Phillies are finally taking an opportunity and trying to run with it because these past few seasons... They've, you know, been given some opportunity and they haven't been able to do so. So seeing them be able to get hot at the right time, you know, it just makes for a better ball team and it makes for better chances to make the postseason. And, you know, with this bracket and the way it's going to be set up for more teams to make it, it it really is, you know, this is a season to try and shoot for the playoffs. This is a season to play. This is a season to compete. And the Phillies are doing just that. And, you know, I couldn't be any happier to see that they're able to get, you know, clicking on most, if not all cylinders. So 
Uh, really good to see. But anyway, getting back to the Washington lineup in the box score, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Howie Kendrick was one for four with a strikeout. And uh, you had Garcia, who was one for three with two strikeouts. And he did have a double. And you had Patty Corbs, who took the loss and is now two and three, going five innings with two runs. Both were allowed, three walks and two strikeouts. So not many strikeouts, but um, then Finnegan came in and only went in a uh, third of an inning, allowing three hits, four earned runs, and three were earned. Or did I say four earned runs? I meant four runs, and three were earned, and then the two walks. So I uh, definitely didn't do well at all. And the thing that, um, you know, stood out from Finnegan was the fact that uh, he was pretty good leading up to this, star, um, not start, but this appearance out of the bullpen. And now, for some reason, he just uh, he can't get it together against the Phils. So uh, we'll see if they put him out there again tonight or uh, whether they decide not to. But Finnegan definitely got hit around. And uh, Corbin, despite you know only going five innings, I think he did a tremendous job just like Aaron Nola did. And they both really did battle. But uh, Nola won the battle, and Nola even went a few more innings than Corbin did. So... Uh, that's how good Nola's been uh, for the Phillies. But then you have Javi Guerra, who left with an injury, uh, unfortunately. So he couldn't really finish the job. And he ended up walking a few batters, which um, gave the, the Phillies an opportunity to score. But they could not capitalize, unfortunately. So, you know, it sucks when you can't score. And I believe the bases were loaded, Dave, on that scoring opportunity. Uh, I forget whether it was the eighth or, yeah, I think it was the uh, eighth inning. But, um, yeah, it definitely sucks. Uh, the Phillies need to capitalize in that type of opportunity. And that's really the definition of a, a competitor, I guess you could say, is a team that can go out there and capitalize on those offensive or, you know, other opportunities as well. Because good teams know how to beat you, whether it is, you know, in the batter's box or whether it's on the mound, whether it's in the field. Uh, teams know how to take advantage and, you know, do that with the opportunities that they're given. So the Phillies need to get a little bit better with that, in my opinion. I won't be too needy because the Phillies are playing good baseball right now. Uh, you would just like to see them be able to capitalize with, you know, a lot of runners on. So, um, yeah, Dave, uh, that's where I stand with it. I don't know if you see the problem uh, the same way I do, but what's your opinion on it? I would agree. I think that they have to step it up a little bit in terms of runners and scoring position. But there's a lot of teams uh, right now that are struggling with runners and scoring position. So, I mean, the Phillies, yes, they have to step it up. But uh, I think they did a pretty good job last night. I think six runs, of course, based off the score was plenty. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you're right. In terms of closer games, you're going to have to get those runs in. Uh, and it's something the Phillies will have to try to make a little bit more contact uh, than what they did in last night's game. But uh, I guess we'll move on to tonight's game. Uh, of course, Nationals and the Phillies. It will be game three of four in Philadelphia. Uh, the game will begin at 7.05 p.m. start. Uh, once again, Max Scherzer will take the hill for the Nationals. Their ace, he's 3-1 and one on the season with a 3.86 ERA. If you do remember, the Phillies did put up seven runs against them in uh, two innings in the summer camp game. So we'll see, even though it was summer camp, uh, we'll see if these Phillies hitters, sorry, as my phone rings in the background, uh, we'll see if these Phillies hitters can really uh, pick it up and improve. Uh, Zach Wheeler uh, will take the mound for the Phillies. Uh, 3-0 and uh, for Wheeler. He has a 2.58 ERA on the season. He's been really solid behind Aranola. Uh, you can watch the game on NBC Sports Philadelphia. You can listen on 94.1 WIP or on WTTM 1680 in Espanol. And uh, 
Prediction time, as we always do towards the end, Dave. Uh, you know, what do you make of this pitching matchup? And can the Phillies beat Max Scherzer? It feels like it's so hard to do because back in 2018, the Phillies were only beating Max Scherzer or having a chance to beat him when Adubo Herrera was on the team because he would hit bombs off of Scherzer, but he's not here. So can the Phillies beat Scherzer and go 5-0 and against the Nationals to start 2020? Honestly, I do feel like the Phillies can beat up on Max Scherzer, and I, I think you got to get to a guy like this early on in the game because if you don't, he's going to settle in and he's going to have himself a great game. And yeah, Scherzer is getting older, but he still does have tremendous strikeout stuff, and usually you do see with older guys, the strikeout stuff does diminish. And with Scherzer, that just doesn't seem to be the case. So the Phillies really need to go out there and just show Scherzer that they could still hit against him uh, despite it not being summer camp any longer. Uh, but that's just how I feel about it. I think that the Phillies offense is doing well right now and guys are picking each other up. So if there's any time to beat up on Scherzer, I think it's now, Dave. I hope. I really do. I hope that the Phillies can put it together um, and hit Scherzer because they have struggled uh, in his career. He's been very good at Citizens Bank Park and very good against the Phillies, uh, except for that summer camp game. So we'll see if maybe this year, uh, this offense, the way they're clicking right now, maybe they can hit uh, the Nationals' ace, Max Scherzer. The Nationals, they desperately need a win tonight. Hopefully the Phillies can uh, win the series tonight and go for the sweep uh, tomorrow afternoon at 4.05. So I guess uh, we're ready to wrap up today's podcast, aren't we, Dave? Yeah, I would say so. Well, uh, first of all, I just want to say that all the stats that we got um, in today's podcast, either from what we watched on NBC Sports Philadelphia, uh, but all the stats are from the MLB.com box scores. Uh, you can go check it out at MLB.com uh, to find out more, not just on the Phillies games, uh, but if you want to keep up with MLB overall, there's pretty cool clips and highlights over there, post-game interviews, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, so go check out Dave's Instagram and YouTube channel, Major League Talk, for more great baseball content. Uh, thank you to the healthcare and the frontline workers for keeping us safe. Uh, stay safe, everyone. Uh, we are one, going into this podcast, we are one uh, viewer or one listener, I guess you could say, one play, I guess, um, away from 500. We are 499 heading into today's podcast. So thank you all for the support. Please continue to share uh, this podcast with your friends and family. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, and I think even a couple more platforms. There are so many different platforms that we are available on for this podcast. Uh, so share it with your friends, share it with your family. Um, you know, even if they're not a Phillies fan, maybe they'll start to like baseball. Or, you know, if they're not even a baseball fan, maybe they'll uh, start to get interested. Um, but hopefully you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you all for listening. Stay safe, everyone. And as always, go Phillies. Ring the bell. Uh, let's uh, let's go 3-0 in this series against the Nationals tonight, Dave. That's right. Let's go 3-0. But, yeah, thank you, everyone, who listens to the Warning Track Talk podcast, as Dave brought up. Close to 500 listens, and it really is uh, something that we're grateful for as, you know, podcast hosts. And it's something that we never thought we'd reach, really, uh, being that, you know, we went away from the podcast, came back, went away, came back, and now we're finally getting on a roll, and it seems like everyone's enjoying it. So thank you all for supporting us as we continue the ride. And uh, we're not planning on stopping anytime soon, even though life continues to get busier and busier by the day. 
Uh, but nevertheless, thank you to all of the healthcare and frontline workers for everything that they do for this community and many more. And thank you for all the support that we get on the Morning Track Talk podcast. Whether you are a listener or not, make sure to listen to previous episodes as well as episodes that we are going to release in the future. As we do talk about mostly the Philadelphia Phillies and other uh, teams throughout baseball as well as Major League Baseball as a whole. Uh, But this has been the Morning Track Talk podcast with your host, Dave and Dave.